0: Let's try this one again, <laughs> because the internet has not been a friend of mine. So, I mean, you might have heard Ruby chatting for the last couple. Nothing on my end because my shit just crapped out. So we'll see if this works this time around. So I apologize if you've been watching, and it just it just cut out. I'm not entirely sure what's going on, um, but we're gonna try this one again because, I mean, I'm excited to hear what Ruby has to say. That the roundabout thing already. I wanted to hear more about that and for anyone who enjoys whatever length of chat we get in this one there is going to be a podcast episode with the two of us anyways so you'll definitely get to to have that which will be probably closer to an hour long um knowing the two of us let's see if i can get this party started this time Come on, Instagram. Holy. This app is... The amount of time I spend on Instagram. (laughs) This app is not too friendly for me. That's for sure. Let's see if this works now. Perfect. Yay, it looks like we're working. Let's go. Okay, last thing I heard was roundabout. So I I probably crapped out after that.
1: Okay, so something to realize is that no hurdle that we face is the same. Like, there's roundabouts, there's like when it comes to a hurdle, it's you can never ever ever get to the other side without going through it first. Like, you can't just get over it, you need to work your way through it. And a lot of people, what they do is we're going to talk about the road bump first, the way that I kind of think of it is if You think that you're just going to get over anxiety or, for example, eating more food when you're not in a fat loss phase or get over the like get over any of your struggles. Pretty much. You don't just get over it and you don't just get over bad body. image, You don't just get over fear of food. You have to work through it. And a lot of people, they think that you get over it and then it's done. And that is exactly why they, well, I'm very animated. That is exactly why they fall off track because they think that once they get over a hurdle, will work through something that it's not going to show up again. Or they come into the mindset of, oh, Ruby's doing it so easy. Look at her though. Besides the fact that I've been doing it for years. It's like, yes, but you only see the highlight rating. You only see what I'm putting out there. But Back then, I was doing, I think I was doing the same thing. Like, the only reason I don't do it now is because I don't have the same issues that I had back then, but things still come up. Like, right now, I still have the same discomfort of, I feel so freaking huge in the gym right now because I'm pushing myself into the most uncomfortable surplus that I ever have. I've never allowed myself to go into a surplus. I would always hover around the high end of maintenance and maybe a little bit extra. And that's where I actually was gaining weight, gaining muscle before when I was trying to build my body there. But now I'm actually actively pushing myself in that direction. And, yes, I would still have the same discomfort, but it's not something that troubles me, so I don't feel the need to talk about it as much. But when I do, I'm very open with you guys. And I got over it before. It still shows up again. And if you come into it thinking, I'm not going to have these issues again. And you think it's going to be a smooth journey. Then as soon as you start to have resistance or as soon as something starts to feel difficult, feel challenging, you're going to freak the fuck out and go back to
0: base one. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's great. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, that's, if you can speak more to the title, like life is too crazy. Um, this is too much for me. I need to take a break. I can't handle everything. Like you were adamant that this needs to be talked about how do you help people approach this kind of scenario?
1: Yeah, that's exactly the point. Like shit's always going to come up. And if you, if you come into it thinking that you're only going to work with a coach when things are easy, when things are right. and Or another one, I, I actually, you put up a post about this. I'm pretty sure it was you that I think can come into this conversation easily. When people say that they can't afford something or, They can't put their money into a certain type of thing yet. Like it's a waste of money right now. It's like, yeah, if you're waiting for situations to be right, what is a bigger cost than acting? Like what's the biggest cost? To me, the biggest cost is losing my mind and just like usually when you wait until situations are perfect, things actually start to get worse because you start to neglect yourself. And when you start to neglect yourself, you start to feel less confident, you gravitate to the wrong foods, you probably hardly move your body whatsoever, or you just choose not to eat at all, and then you eat all of the wrong foods as like a binge strategy on the other end of the spectrum. like The the methods and the actions that you take because you went down that route put you into a worse position to now a point where you don't even feel like you're worthy for help or you need to now get yourself ready before you ask for help again. So, yay, hi, Rue. Yeah, so, like, this is actually a really perfect example as well with the whole body image thing as well because a lot of people, when it comes to waiting for situations to be right, like, that goes deeper, which is why I was talking about the body image thing. People use that as, like, the scapegoat for why they can't commit. Like situations aren't right yet. I can't, I can't financially afford a coach. I can't, what else is there? Um, I'm too busy right now. But all of those situations, yes, they are real. But a lot of it is, what is everything? What is everything that you're apparently busy with? Because that, you don't need to do pretty much 85% of what you think you are busy with especially if you're a woman right now listening to this, because you have unrealistic expectations on yourself. You try to be perfect. You go into this all or nothing mindset and you start off with the right intentions, but then what? Because I always start off with the right intentions. And before I know it, my plate is so full that I've lost my mind that I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to slow down. No, I still have to do this. No, I still have to do this. I don't have time to slow down. You create your own freaking disaster to the point where you think, Oh, no, no. I just need to work through this first and then I'll get a correct Oh, I just need to work through this first and then I'll sort myself out and write a plan. I'm too busy to write a plan. I will end that little road bump thing before I talk about the roundabout Mm. with... Think about this. Would you rather... I I swear I wrote this in my last post. I know I wrote this in my last post. If I didn't, it's on Facebook and I'm going to put it onto Instagram. But would you rather stress yourself out, waste emotional energy, financial energy. I'm using all actual real life applications, but it's going to be the same. Mental energy, physical energy, labor, relationships go down the toilet. You're not present for your kids. Oh, but I'm doing all this so I can actually spend time with my kids. You're not spending time with your kids. Your body is spending time with your kids. Where's the mind and the soul? It's not with the kids. And they're not actually enjoying that time with you because you aren't enjoying your time with yourself. If you're not enjoying your time with yourself, they won't either. Sorry, that's just tough love. I love but that, yeah. It, it honestly is tough love. And I'm thinking of this from a perspective of what I call my children and also my own family. Like, I, I already cried my heart out on a podcast when I got really emotional talking about this. But I my parents, with everything that we went through as a family, my parents are now so senile I don't feel like I get I get my parents anymore. Like, I don't feel like I have my mom and my dad the same way that I ever did before because of the senileness, because of how old they are, because of the dementia, because of everything that happens when you're older. And I had that opportunity once. And I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I had that opportunity many times when we went on cruises and we had time together as a family, but my body was there. I... I... I don't remember any of it except the photos and the memories and me not wanting to eat with them at restaurants, me not wanting to go because there, there was a restaurant on the ship where you couldn't actually pick your food. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I can't be in control of that. I don't know what's going to be there. I don't even know if I'm like, I eat volume food, so I'm going to need to fill myself up because that's going to, like I sacrificed so much of quality time with my parents because of stupid obsession. And this is why it is so important for you to take a grip now instead of trying to sort your stupid shit out before you put yourself first. Because you're not putting anyone else first if you're not putting yourself first, like literally. If your kids mean that much to you, if your relationships mean that much to you, if your career means as much as you say it does to you, then you will put yourself first. Because what is all of that without you? Like, what is all of that when you're in your deathbed? What is all of that when you're in the hospital sick? Like, what is all of that? You need to put yourself first because nothing else will actually matter as much as you in that process. That's the first rant of all of that. The second one...
0: Me is, fucking fire it up. I love it.
1: it, it it's just... It, it's really painful seeing people do that stuff because you're not even... You're not even seeing the reality of the situation. Like, where do you see yourself literally, realistically? Where do you see yourself two years doing the same thing that you're doing now? Oh, but I know it's right and I'm going to keep trying. You said that for the past bloody five years, Sharon. No, you're not. Like, it's going to get worse because you're going to get more mentally frustrated. You're going to give up on yourself even more because you lose even more faith in your body. Like I did which made it even harder for me to jump the hoop and actually get the coach that I got. I knew all the things. I was helping my clients through all the things, but I wasn't doing the things. So you can say that you know all the things, but knowing what's right and applying it two different things. Now we actually are at the roundabout. Yes, okay. You need to let go of all of that. Yeah, you invested all your time, mental energy, your whatever you've invested into, financial, whatever. But... You have the opportunity to go back around again. You don't have to keep continuing down the same path. You can go around the roundabout and go a different direction. You can go around the roundabout, come back a little, and then go back to the roundabout and go a different direction. Like, it's not a one-way. Think of it like a roadmap. I spoke about this in one of my podcasts with Dylan, which was actually a really good episode. But think of a roadmap. You want to get too north. Just think about the fact that you're travelling north. There are road bumps, there are speed bumps, there are all these different things. And there is not just one road there. Like you have deep floors, you have all these other things. And if you, I hate the words step back or one step back or two steps forward, one step back, because there is no such thing. There is no such thing as that. They're all step forward because when you skip a speed bump or a roundabout, whatever it is, if you see it as a learning lesson, you're still moving forward. That is not a step back. But if you beat yourself up over it, that's a fall down, not even a step back. Like you're literally falling down because you're beating yourself up. And you haven't really moved backwards you, because time doesn't stop for you. Time is still moving forwards. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Like, What are your priorities? Like literally, have you even stopped to think about them? What are they? What are they? Because if you're going to list 10 things for me, you don't have priorities. You need to get really clear on what it is that means the most to you. If you have more than three priorities, you have none. If you have more than three things to do on your to-do list, you have done nothing because you're overwhelming yourself. Like, that's not to say don't have a lot of things to do. It's just don't have them on your to-do list. Have them on a need to think about to-do after my to-do list list.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll get to it later if I can kind of list. Yeah, not important. I mean, yeah. the, the speed bump thing in that, like, because we talked about people who want to take a break, this is where this conversation started between you and I. I think those that take a break or say, I want to take, I need to take a break. Those are the ones that on the roadmap, on the journey, they stop, like that's their stop sign, or their red light, because they're not going any further towards their goals. They might not be going backwards initially, but they're sure as shit not going any any further forwards because they're taking a break. You're stopping. That's that's how I look at that, right? You're either you're either in the journey, or you're not. There's no breaks in the journey. There's no your body's still there, like you said, your body's still going, time's still going, but you're not. All of a sudden, you have to eat differently or not eat differently and not train but when you've been training like you know what i mean it's it becomes this this scapegoat where they want to change but then they feel like maybe they're not they'll say they're not ready to change or they'll say i need to take a break to handle xyz but then xyz is going to pop back up again so every time those things pop up are you going to stop or are you going to try to navigate when things get a little shitty
1: I'm going to use a client example and I'm going to
0: actually think of this because it keeps happening.
1: And the thing is you're never going to be cognizant of it until you actually freaking work on it. School holidays. Every single time school holidays happens, I don't hear thing from her. She doesn't pop up in the app. She doesn't respond to a message. And I got a random one the other day saying, I know I've been absent. Sorry, school kids holidays. I'm like, this literally happens every school holidays. And right before, like a week before, she had an epiphany that's going to transform her life. And she's actually going to stay consistent. And she didn't because a week after that, school holidays happened. But the thing that I talk about a lot is you need to dig deeper than that. And I tried to get her to dig deeper into what this epiphany was. But she didn't want to sit with those feelings. She just wanted to write it and make the most of it. We don't sit... In, like, we sit more in our losses than we do in anything that's actually moving us forward. I don't know whether that's because people think it's too good to be true or the letting of the people drop or because they just don't like sitting with feelings full stop. But if you want progress to last, that's the stuff you need to do. I went on a massive rant about this, I'm not even going to say particular approach, like a particular way of coaching people. But you can always focus on just, I guess, the spectrum of moving from a calorie deficit to a calorie surplus and moving the on this, but it is so much deeper than that. Like, it's not just about, okay, cool, let's put you in a fallous space. Okay, cool, let's put you in a maintenance phase. Until you're a human. Like, humans have complexities to them, and there are so much, like, A metabolism isn't based on where your calories fall along a spectrum. It is more than just that because you can have someone in a maintenance phase, and if you're not looking at all the other things around that maintenance phase, that maintenance could easily turn into a surplus Mm -hmm. on the same calories. That maintenance can also fall into a deficit on the same calories. I have two girls eating 400 calories more in a maintenance phase Well, actually one's on 500, one's on 400 more in the maintenance phase, and they're leaner. They, they're like, I'm not even a, in a fat loss phase, but I'm looking leaner. That's because metabolism isn't just based off this, that, and the other, and both of those people were highly stressed out before. They were, they were affording their calories for nighttime. They were thinking about every single little morsel that went into their mouths of food, and they weren't focusing on where they need to focus on with training because they were too busy hating their body. Now they're training more effectively. Now they're moving more because they actually are feeling better about themselves. And now they're actually choosing to eat food throughout the day so that they energize so they're and they're moving more through the day. And this is exactly what you don't do when, oh, life is too crazy, I can't keep up with it. Oh, how about I just not eat for the day? Yeah, okay. Now how should be feel? Like Everything ties into this. There is so much more to working on yourself than just freaking weight loss and how many calories you're eating and how you're training and how you're not training and how you're moving the body. If you don't see it that way, you're going to win win it if you're 20 years old. But if you have a life and you have kids and you have everything else, you are never going to win it. There is no such thing as winning it. There is only winning the day. There is no it to win, you win the day by showing up in yourself, whatever way that is. And I, thank to me you and Andrew, pushed out with all the time, finally got myself into blogging. But I was something called the minimum effective dose, and it wasn't about training. It was about habits. And I have this analogy where it's like there is always nutrition and training. They're the ones that are teamed, but you have to ta to music. And the music is your mindset. So, you need to show up to the dance every single day, even if you can't dance, and look after your family and your team. But you still have to be there for the music. You still have to work on your mindset. Because without that, like I said, what are your priorities? Because your mindset is a complete toaster. Everything else in the lack of them burnt toast. And no one likes burnt toast. <laughs>
0: That's true. Well, I mean, I feel like, so if people say like they get too stressed out, they're going to say, well, my priorities are work or my priorities are my kids. That's, I think that's kind of where they lean towards as kind of like, they don't want to talk about, they're not taking care of themselves. That to me, that's what that sounds like right here. For most people, their priority has never been their body because either they're scared to, they don't know how to, they've tried 10 times and failed. Um, but when you kind of call them out and ask the tough questions, that's what their priorities are. Nine times out of 10, they're not seeing themselves.
1: Not actually, nine times out of 10, they don't even want to answer the questions or there's because that, it's too. uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. And that, that's the biggest issue that I have with anyone, really. It's not even the fact that they don't want to answer the questions is that they don't know how to. They reflect it off. And they give superficial answers. And superficial never gets you any of that. It, Like, if your kids and your work are your priorities, Ask yourself, how present are you with the kids? How good is your quality time with the kids? And it's actually more of a fact that you have this, like people always say it's easier said than done. When you shit it. What is wrong with hard these days? Like avoid hard. And I got this thing of two days street, so I'm not gonna take credit for it, even though I'm gonna say it as many times as I will say it now. It's not hard, it's just tedious. There's a difference between hard and tedious, and you do tedious things every day, like wake up at 4 a.m. to get your ass to work. Like, there are, there's shit that you do every day because there's an outcome you get from it. But the thing is, when you're putting in habits to get to a better body, a better life, a better health, there is a lag effect, and you're not going to see the benefits straight away, and that isn't rewarding to you. And the only way something's rewarding to you Something I see with this, with those life too crazy, I can't keep up with it. You're willing to do a stupid 10-day detox, a stupid 12-week challenge because it means going hard for a certain period of time and then what? Like, because you don't have your priorities set straight and you don't have this set straight and you don't actually... The real reason I was going to say about the whole life is crazy is because you don't know what you actually need to do for results. You think you have to do this then really you need to do this. You want to do the, like, you actually want to do as much as you can with the least amount of it, like, the least stuff you want to maximize it. Do, I have a, I'm going to put this in a because I can't find it. You need to do a little, a lot, not a lot, a little bit of the time. So if you're doing that little, a lot, which is your minimum effective dose, you're going to get a shitload of results. But because you think you need to do this, you won't even get started. That is the biggest thing. I love it. it's, It's ridiculous. But when all you do is have these priorities of all these things that are not you, that is when you will start cleaning everything up to be a perfectionist. If something isn't like literally squeaky clean, you freak the fuck out because now you feel like you're a failure as a parent. There are so many people that put unexpected expectations on themselves to have their house super clean, to have the washing done every single day. Like, there is some stuff that you don't need to do every day, but all of this stuff is based on our perceptions of what a housewife should be based on. Your like, you're not a housewife yeah. like, anymore. Like, health is a thing now. Like, things have to And if you keep facing what you do now, on the way that you grew up, or like past you, whatever, you're always going to feel like you're behind. And if you're always going to feel like you're behind, when are you ever going to take that first step? Do you do you actually prefer to feel as shit as you do right now? Because how is you feeling shit impacting your kids? How is you feeling shit impacting your life performance? We all we all know about that stupid that stupid thing that. You actually know? The four-hour workday, but that's not rea- That's not reality for a lot of people because you need to actually work your job hours. But the premise of the four-hour workday is that if you are given, like, if you can do a shitload of effective work in a short period of time, and that is something that no one even does regardless of the timeframes they have. A two-hour time frame to work, you're not even doing any effective work because of everything you're doing with your body. Like, you're not prioritizing yourself. Your mind is healthy. Oh, I still need to do this. Oh, I still need to do that. Your work can be so much more effective if you feel confident in your body. Like, how much of your thoughts are around, I feel like shit, my gut's like shit, I haven't eaten for two days, I slept like shit, I'm tired as hell because I'm running off coffee, or oh, I'm going to grab some crisps, or oh, now I feel even more shit because I just ate the wrong food. Like,
0: It's a spiral effect. It, I mean... So I want to go back to what you said earlier about the things that people are doing that they don't need to be doing. Part of that is, is procrastination and avoidance. Like I know for myself, when there's things I know I need to do for even for work, I'll still do little stupid tasks to make it seem like I'm doing something. Even though I know there's this big task I need to tackle over here that for some reason I'm scared to do, or, I don't know. I just won't jump into it. When it comes to people's health and fitness, you said it, they think it has to be this big ginormous, I need to take on the world type mentality. And it's not like that. So instead, instead of facing that shit head on, when they need to face that head on, they'll do all these other little mini things to keep themselves busy, to tell themselves that they're too busy to really face their, their health and fitness problems head on. I think that's, to me, that's the best way I can describe it. you just,
1: Join the dots. I, I love you for that. Thank you. I've been sitting on this idea that I wanted to write something about for freaking, literally days. You just join the dots for me. So the whole life's too crazy, it's too much, blah blah blah. Yes, the procrastination thing, but we usually procrastinate things that we have not yet mastered. We procrastinate things that we are not talking about. We we don't feel like we're doing 100% act or we still have to try to learn things that we get to master. So, for example, say you need to work on your food or you need to put together a food plan, whatever it is that you need to work on, something that takes more time and effort and energy to get down or it takes a lot more thought processing, like I said, you're going to gravitate to, oh, I'm just going to do deadlift because I find deadlifting easy. Oh, I'm just gonna go and wash the dishes because I feel good when the house looks clean. So you're avoiding doing a hard task. Easier said than done. That's because you're distracting yourself from doing the hard thing yeah. by doing all the easier things that make you feel good about yourself. That don't need to be done.
0: Well, just to the hard stuff is is only hard in the beginning. It's not hard forever. When it becomes a part of your day. It's it's not hard anymore. It's just that inertia of like just do the fucking thing, start doing the thing, and the perfectionist thing I think is another problem too. And I don't know if you want if you've talked about this at all. Is I think perfectionism is bullshit. I think that's another that's another blanket cover for people that will either just do everything all or nothing, and and calling themselves perfectionists I think is is kind of like a scapegoat when they they're they're scared to go do it because they can't do it all. So they're just gonna, not going to do it all because I'm a perfectionist. I think that's how I look at that too.
1: I I 100% agree with that. Like People will be people to say that they're a perfectionist, but that is usually a problem to avoid feelings of I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, all these other things. So they claim to be, to be a perfectionist because they, they, don't, they don't feel like they're good enough the way they are. And I did actually speak about this in one of my posts where I was saying we we wait like we need to be this we need this we have to get all these other things before we can actually do this thing because if we don't have all of these things then we're not good enough we're not ready yet and that's the same <laughs> the whole title like unless you are this 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 you're not worth it and then this is where people go into like six week challenges or all these other things because it gives them something to focus on to get them motivated to start so then they keep going to these external things for motivation. Because that's the only way you can actually get shit done. Because you haven't yet come back to the core of, you don't need to be a perfectionist. You don't need to, like, there's no such thing as innovation, but all, like, the need to be perfect leads you to pathways that embrace or you know, all-or-nothing mindset. Or I can just go all in and there's, like, I, I'll do it at the end and you'll be finished. There'll be a, a task to tick off. It's it's one of these things, but uh, it's yeah, it is. It's the whole self worth thing where people feel like unless they are doing certain things, then why bother? Why do this? Why do that? Like if I don't, like it is. It is a whole clusterfuck of that. But the hard thing is well, that's what I wanted to say. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to say. So I'm I'm needing to do an aerobic phase because of the fact that I'm pushing so much food and I'm pushing so much like carbs and all that other kind of stuff as well, because I'm pushing myself so much. This happens when you're really stressed out as well. But like on any different spectrum, there are times and places where you're going to have to shift gears into different ways of doing things. Like for example, if you come on to John or me with the goal to lose fat, but your relationship with food has you binging every night, and you're emotionally picking at the crisps, the biscuits, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's not the gear you want to push right now, even though that mindset is easy for you because you can just, like, focus on that one thing. But maybe we need to shift gears into improving your relationship with food. Yes, that is easier said than done, but you need to actually go through the hard. Like you said with the go through, not go over it. You need to actually go through it. You need to work through it. You can't just keep on it. That's the whole procrastination thing. Oh no, it's just easy to starve myself. No, it's not. Like do the things it's the same procrastination thing, but now apply it to food. So when we're going with that is I want to give up every single time the clock hits five minutes on the air dime Every single time the clock hits five minutes on the screen. And then I'm like, no, 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 I can do this. go 10. And then I can do 10. My goal is to do 30, 30. So that is my whole goal. Thing. But it's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's just okay. I've already done two sessions of, this is my thought yesterday. I've already done two sessions of cardio. It's okay. I won't worry about this third one. No, you set like, no one actually, people don't, like, set up goals with parameters because they don't, have enough self-belief that they can tick off the the dots and they will fall short, that they will quit, that they won't be perfect or good enough, will make them freaking realistic to start with and set them, because if you don't set them, you have nothing to aim for. That is why you keep failing. I set myself three days a week, 30 minutes, aerobic work. Yes, I almost quit every single time. Yes, it is now my third week doing it and I still find it freaking hard. Because the first time is the hardest. And then you can either go balls to the wall because you've got so much motivation and you want to do it all the time and burn out. Or you think that's going to be easy now. And it's not because I'm still finding it freaking hard to show up. It is hard for more than just a little bit. You need to embrace that hard and keep pushing through until you can find a way to just... like it's not even just finding weight. It's as soon as you start to realize that it's paying off into other areas of your life. And this is where people go wrong with life's too crazy. I can't keep up with it. They're usually the people that come to us with just a goal to lose weight and don't see coaching as more than just weight loss. Yeah. Like there are some people that do see it as more than that. And they have a legit reason for why life is crazy and they go on hold and then come back. But most people, 95% of people they don't see it as more than that. And if if you don't see it as a whole spectrum and then realize where all of the like if you come to it, just I want to lose weight, instead of, okay, why? Well, you're gonna show up better for your kids, priority, mm-hmm. you're gonna do better work, you're gonna be able to go for more opportunities, you're gonna show up you're gonna have more energy through the today. You're not gonna be slumping on your desk at work at three PM and having people at work yell at you for not really picking up your slack, like you will actually be a lot more functional of a human doing the stuff that you need to do for yourself. But you don't even think about that stuff because it's not measurable on the scale. It isn't measurable in numbers. So you forget all that stuff and then it gets easy for you to fall off motivation. That is what lack of motivation is. It's lack of real goals, real goals, real goals aren't, I want to lose this much weight. That's it, that's a process. Losing weight is a process to a goal. But back to what I was saying. So what is helping me go through this is I'm actually recover. I feel like I'm gonna die less when I'm doing walking lunges. I feel like I'm gonna die less when I'm on the leg press. My legs feel like they're gonna explode when I'm doing super sets now. Because my reason for needing to do this hard thing is that I wasn't getting pumps in the gym anymore. And I wasn't really enjoying my sessions because I was dying through them all the time. Now, I'm not dying through them. I'm getting pumps in the gym. And I feel like I'm actually seeing my veins come back again because none of that happens with high blood pressure. As an example, now let's lead this to weight loss. Okay, now you have more energy through the day. Now you don't feel like you have the size of Jupiter because you're bloated all the time. Mm-hmm. like there are so many benefits that you can feel and experience if you weren't just focused on whether the scale has went up or down one day.
0: That's a whole nother topic. Yeah. For another time. That's awesome. <laughs> I do. I do have to put my kids to bed though. So I do have to cut this short. Um, but I'm, I think I'm going on your podcast tomorrow night or are you coming online? Yeah. Tomorrow you're coming to mine. There we go. Okay. So everyone is watching this live, watching this replay there's going to be a podcast episode that comes out. is essentially a sequel to this, or this is like the trailer too. Um, but Ruby, thanks for taking the time. We got to do this more often. Cause I always get fired up after we chat. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I didn't even realize more. I was
1: going to get fired up. Like it's you know, fucking great, yeah. so many ideas to my head. And it's just like, like there's so much you can gain from a lifestyle of like, actually putting yourself first because you show up better. Like, look at how I'm showing up. Look at how John shows up. Like, we are in our shells trying things. Like, we put out a vibe that has energy, that I get him fired up. There we go. See, like, when you put yourself first, the people that you say you love and prioritize, they gain so much from you being there as a better you for them versus tired all the time. That
0: thumbs it up. That's a fucking. That's a mic drop right there. That's perfect. Ruby, thanks so much for taking the time. I'm looking forward to chatting tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. All right. Let's talk to you later. Bye.